Welcome to the Splinters Podcast from the team on the bench. Community Radio's leading no-holds-barred Friday night sports show. Available online and replayed on Triple H 100.1 FM. Now, here's your host, the Sultan, Tony Dosen. Yes, welcome to Splinters on a Tuesday night on Triple H 100.1 FM. On the web at www.triplehfm.com.au and at podcasts.com and wherever else you pick up your podcasts. The good places like Spotify, iTunes and TuneIn and the bad places as well. My name is Tony Dyson, the Sultan, a very special edition. We should almost get the old Swan Brewery ad out that says they thought you'd never make it. Well, we did make it. We've made it to our first anniversary, episode number 52. 12 months ago, we started this podcast as a bit of a gamble, but by gee, hasn't it paid off in spades? And to celebrate, we've brought in the whole crew. Yes, this is the first time that just about the entire original bench splinters crew are together in the one room at the one time with the exception of course of the founder of splinters keith topolsky who of course is uh, otherwise engaged at radio 5 c in port lincoln in south australia so to introduce this expanded panel for this special one year anniversary edition in no particular order we're going to start with the cult from canberra who's just got over the Raiders getting beaten in the grand final. Jake Aquilina, welcome to the Splinter's first anniversary edition. It's still riding on that, and it's been months. I'm, I think I'm well and truly over it. Uh, well, so I'm telling myself anyway. All right. So, so, so you're telling me it'll be great to see you. All right. He is uh, the spicy chorizo of our crew. He is the little Italian stallion. And I have vowed not to go into deep voices for the length of this podcast. Don Rizzuto, good evening to you and welcome to this edition of Splinters. Uh, good evening, Tony. Good evening, boys, and to everyone who's listening uh, to this edition. What a special time to be alive. Big thank you, of course, has got to go to Keith Topolsky and to Matt Mears as well for starting up this great idea that came to us 52 weeks ago. Longer. Even longer now, and it's been a really special thing to be a part of, and this show today, I think, will really capitalise and cap off what will be what has been a fantastic year. This man is our own Waringa Green Rat, our own Tony Slaggy Miller lookalike. Uh, he's also Manly's number one son. Maybe he was Manly's number one son once upon a time. Maybe not anymore. But he has certainly contributed to Splinters in his own way. He's with us uh, to join us for the first anniversary edition. Shane Evans, welcome to you. G'day, boys. G'day, listeners. Yeah, looking forward to bringing back some memories and seeing what's actually happened over the last year. Cause oh. I know there's a few good ones. I know there's a few bad ones. And there's a few stunners in between, especially with some of the women's sport that we've carried up. Oh, you better believe it. So, yeah, let's keep going. Okay. Now, um, he is the godfather of the bench that started all this off however many years ago it was at the other place. He has contributed off and on to Splinters over this last 12-month period. Anthony Caruso, he's made the trek across from the DY studio to the Kramer studio where we are seated for this special edition of Splinters. Anthony the Bull Caruso, welcome to you. Good evening, Tony. Good evening to all of our listeners, wherever you are listening, right, indeed, right around the world. And we have to acknowledge the fact Splinters has gone international. 
Why not? We can cross that as one of our points going forward. Last but by no, certainly no means least, an individual who was very much at the forefront of trying to put this together way back 13, 14, 15, 16 months ago. We're going to go into that a little bit in just a moment as we self-reflect on what's been the journey over the last 12 months and what's to come. Uh, in the absence of Keith, we've got this man in his own Chroma studio this evening, the wise man of the Northern Beaches. He is the seer and the, the, the founding father of Splinters, or one of the two founding fathers, Matt Mears. It's fitting that we welcome you to this first anniversary edition. Well, number 52. Number 52. I remember about three metres from where I'm sitting right now was where we recorded, well, at least my parts of the first, well, the two versions of episode number one. We've told that story before. I'm sure we'll tell that story again throughout the uh, the show here. But uh, to think that we've made it this far, 52 episodes plus the bonus content, like that, that's about just 25 been, episodes of bonus content that, too. That's just been staggering as well. But I know when when myself and Keith were first starting to talk about this and 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 look at doing something like this to well, see, my, that, that's yeah, well, to see question. where it is, to see where it's come from, to see where it is now, it's just remarkable and. Who cares that Keith's not here? All right. Good evening to you and hello, Keith. Your role must be very much uh, acknowledged as well, even though he is not with us due to the fact he is no longer residing in Sydney slash New South Wales. Take us through, Matt, very briefly, because we've got a fair bit to get through. We've got some questions as well from some uh, listeners to the genesis, the idea of this podcast, where did it come from? It came from yourself and Keith. Take us through a brief posse. Well, we're lucky enough that we've come across from the old place to Triple H and uh, just to see how much... Well, we have to acknowledge how much the bench has grown since we've come to Triple H as well. And uh, the idea for Splinters has really come from the fact that at the old place... We did get to talk about a few things that were sort of a bit off kilter. It wasn't mainstream. We, we could have that time to sort of go in depth into issues. Whereas the bench now on Triple H where it's a more polished show, we've got a lot to talk about. We don't have that time anymore to really go in depth like we used to. So now we've got splinters, an hour where we can pick one topic or two topics and really go in depth. So I think that's something that our listeners really enjoy. Yeah, they love us giving them the scores and, and giving us giving our takes giving them our takes on local events and, and and recent happenings. But to be able to go in depth and and talk in depth and for a long time about certain issues, I think it's something that has really captured our listeners as well. All right. In the second half of the program, we're just going to go around the panel and uh, answer some of these questions, but I'm going to throw it straight down off the bat for each of you. A highlight or the highlights of the first 12 months. I'll give you my two highlights straight off the bat. Number one, the... Uh, introduction of women's sport and the episode that I was able to record with Sarah Marshke and Alex Bellamy as their introduction to Triple H. Um, it was a last minute thing. A couple of other things didn't come through and it was a click of the finger, split decision, run, uh, run with the ball and see what happens sort of episode and it turned out to be one of our better ones. I still remember how Sarah mentioned to me how 
Sledging on the field is just as vicious and nasty and in your face in women's sport as it is in men's sport. Uh, so much so that I had to hold her back at one stage there from dropping F-bombs on air. The second highlight for me was the first real piece of extra content that made headway, which was, again, split run-of-the-mill decision when uh, around the time of the women's T20 first grade grand final in cricket last summer, we had the Gordon Women's Cricket Club, Jessica Henry and Heidi Cheadle on the program. To me, they're two of the highlights. I'll go around the table in no particular order. Dom? Yeah, look, first one for me, I think it's got to be the... The budding bromance that Jake and I have had. I'm sorry, it's too. Mate, uh, you two uh, just going through the schedule, trying yeah. to marry each yeah. other up. Yeah, yeah. Well. it works. <laughs> and actually, and I feel like we've taken on some of the, let's say, less popular topics as well, and they've actually done really well. I was really surprised by the numbers we had for our Rugby World Cup edition yes. that came through, and that was a real good laugh, and being able to talk about um, all the different things, and just being as well, uh, some of the football podcasts and Crusoe and I have done, as well as my second thing, and being able to have the, you know, people come on from from the you know MPL one and MPL two teams. Uh, you know, across uh, New South Wales was really good, and uh, just being able to be involved, just being involved in local sport is just such a such a special thing to be a part of. Shane Evans, your highlights. Well, first of all, sitting here in the Chrome, in these Chroma studios with Mizzy, talking about the Super Rugby. Obviously, that's where my heart lies now. And being able to talk a bit of dribble with the Australian sides. Predictions didn't come right for both of us. We thought certain teams would go through and make the finals. Didn't happen. The Brumbies did okay. Crusaders again, surprise, surprise, picked up a title. But the other thing is, as you said before, Tony, just the women being able to have so much content on board, being able to have the Hornsby Lions come on board as well with yes. with Alex Bellamy and yep. her insight when it comes to calling the rugby league and just seeing it from a different point of view, she's almost the female version of Keith Topolsky in regards. That's the biggest sledge I've ever heard. Oh, no, Jesus. No. Oh, don't you, do that. Don't, don't oh, put no. anybody with that. God, no, what are you doing? In regards to her insight when it comes to. What's analysis during It is almost second to none. <laughs> and Sarah comes in a very close third. If you want to talk in that level, so it goes Keith to Alex to Sarah. All right. And then all of us nuffies. I tell you what, um, I wouldn't say some of us are nuffies, but anyway, listen, this is what Splinters and the Bench is all about. <laughs> We're never in the same room. It's about this opinions is, and it's about being and it's about being something different. Now, Jake Aquilino, your highlights. I don't know whether you can top Shane's one, but your highlights nonetheless. I'm not gonna, I don't know how I can top that sledge from Shane, but nah. Look, um, look, my, my mind was similar to Dom. I thought the A-team coming together doing a couple, ah, of, um, the couple of Splinters episodes together, myself and Dom. But um, one, um, I would like to mention that myself and um, Vic did uh, the, the Shires and also the Women's Grade Cricket Preview yes. we did um, a couple of weeks ago. Most successful. Yeah, which got a lot of lists, look, got a lot of downloads. And the the, the Shires one, it was fun. We got through that, but learning about the women's cricket and how you know meeting a couple of the, of the ladies playing women's cricket that I've not met before, and and how they go through the the game of cricket 
similar to how I would play the game of cricket and how a lot of us would play the game of cricket, it was awesome to, to sort of sit there and listen and be mm. able to listen to them talk about cricket from their point of view, which I've not really been into. So mm. that was a uh, really good learning point for me, which I appreciated. And it has to be said that Jess Kate does have a lot more personality than her brother, doesn't she? No, absolutely. Oh, that's <laughs> not hard. There's another sledge. Let's take the sledges down. Well, I, Thank I, you. And I, and Heidi Cheadle would just would talk about cricket for weeks. She and it was, It's awesome. It's really good to hear. So, And uh, we'll be having a few things to say about that towards the end of this program and also on future editions of The Bench. Mr. Caruso, your highlights from near and far. Well, the two come to mind, and one of them was actually one that actually stirred a bit, quite a bit of discussion. Not didn't have a lot of downloads, but certainly very interesting to talk about. Was actually the the, the impact of politics in sport, and it sort of yep. came from um, one thing we did at our old pl- at the old place with uh, Matt Mears and I when we had our great sporting debate, and that's going to be something that's going to be coming up potentially mm. in the next couple in the next month or so. Well, maybe in the next year for sure. Where local council elections are going to be coming up. That's yes. going to be a big thing to be discussing. Oh, yeah. You better what believe it. the sport issues that will impact your local councils. That will be the first part. Well, that's you've almost stolen the thunder there in the second half of the program, but uh, that's been great. Well, look, Mr Mears has the... Um, co-founding father I'm sure that you've got some highlights to share with us well I think my highlight is just the I'll go back on it again the, the women's um, sport involvement when we when we did and myself and Keith were were talking this through it was probably something that was untapped we there's a lot of topics we wanted to cover we, we've done a few like F1 and things that sort of maybe didn't resonate with our listeners, which is fine. That's what the first few weeks and few months was about, was, was putting a few things out there, seeing what people wanted. But as soon as we started putting that women's content up, it's been phenomenal just to see the response. As I said, the girls that we've had, and I said, as Jake said before, and, and we've had the, the girls from the, the, the Women's Hockey League on as well, and they deserve just as much coverage as yes. any other sport. And to be able to give them that coverage on a platform like Splinters, that has been my highlight, is that it was something that was definitely not in the plan when we first started, but to see that segment grow and just keep growing, and it's only going to get even bigger and better. Just to have everyone show some form of incredible interest in coming on. The start, the start we've had come on, the guests we've had come on, has been exceptional, and, it, and we've seen that in, obviously, the numbers... Uh, from all the downloads, obviously, you know, with the ice hockey to cricket to football, we get people get when people are getting involved, and it's really good. And we have to thank a lot of the clubs for getting behind us and yes. sharing our content as well, because it's we're showing this that this particular form of of radio that we've been doing lately. You've seen a lot of people communities get behind it and really and almost you know asking for us to get involved. I think I'll also throw in what Keith's uh, highlight definitely would be. Yes, it would be biased from his perspective, <laughs> but um, I think he was mildly shocked with the success of the women's ice hockey preview. It's got the most number of traction, the most number of downloads, the most number of hits to uh, the podcasts and the various podcasts that this podcast goes out on in its first 12 months, and hence it's earned the right to get a regular spot, the Australian Ice Hockey Women's League, every week on the regular program, The Bench. So for you, Keith, I'm sure that's your highlight, number one, uh, how that Australian Women's Ice Hockey League 
uh, podcast just mushroomed in popularity. We should mention as well, while we're on the subject of ice hockey, the great support we have received, uh, especially coming into 2019 from the All About Caring Sydney Bears, who have been great supporters of us, gave us unfettered access into the club itself, uh, and then go on to, and you know, Mizzy, you and I talk about it now, the, the, in, the impact of the bench and splinters. Where the rocket strappers, I said, come on the bench and oh. you see, we see, we see Zoe Benjamin, the, the most recent bonus content that would have come out yesterday. She was on the bench on Friday night, bonus splinters, they win the comp. Sydney Bears, come start supporting our show. Guess what? They go and win, win the, the, win the, the AIHL. Well, that's something I never thought I'd do. We, we went to the Macquarie Ice Room. We called an ice hockey game live on Triple H. I, I never thought that would be something we'd ever do. And, the, and they said they've been absolutely fantastic for us and been a big sponsor and a big help to the show. Just on a slightly different tangent, the other thing that I have to give credit for, Caruso, this is to you. No, don't give credit. Episode 39, when you were able to sit down with the guys from from the Black Dog Institute and yes. all the mental health yeah. that we now see is rampant in all sports. Obviously seen a couple of Australian cricket players, Glenn Maxwell and that stepping away from Nick cricket. Nick Madison. Nick Madison. Step away. Will Kukowski has had his issues yeah. as well. So that was that was actually a good episode. So anyone wants to find that one on our podcast list, that's actually number 39. From well, that's another, that's another avenue that in the original plannings of the show, it's just how much and how much more scope that this can really have that we never planned for, but it's just great to see that we can reach our audience in other ways. It's evolution rather than uh, revolution. Mm. Although revolution, (laughs) it's become a bit of a revolution as well. All right, can I throw a bit of a a spatter in the works out there because... Here we are. From from everyone, I'm sure... I'm sure everyone has had something that maybe didn't quite work as well. I won't call them lowlights because every piece of content for mine has been a highlight, but I'm sure there were things that didn't quite work as well as I, others. I, I'm thinking it's Splinters 0.1. <laughs> well, yes. yeah, well, I said with yeah. the, the two versions of episode one when... Take us through that story Polsky, one more time. Well, well I said we're, we're literally three metres away from where... In another I, part of the Chroma studio. Yes, the, 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 the studio number two. Yes. The couch, not the dining room table. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I was going to say Studio 1A and 1B But you're going to be more rudimentary than that Fine Well as I said yeah, We'll just record it just across the way From where we are recording this now But uh it said we. It was our idea. It was our one. We were going to do the pilot and see how we went. Uh, obviously, it, it turned into being a great episode. But seeing the second one went to air, and we were basically just rehashing everything that we talked about twenty four hours earlier. But it said that's been, I think, our only real faux pas with recording. Obviously, we did it via Skype. It was something new. It was something we hadn't done before. But. It just got us prepared. It, it, it's something that we hadn't done. Yes, we've done a lot of episodes of The Bench. We, we've done a lot of live broadcasting, but this is something different as well. This is something different again. You're, you're trying to engage your listeners in a different way. So, yes, some technical difficulties there that I'll never let Keith forget about as long as we keep doing this. But um, as I said, that, that's probably if that's my lowest light of the of the year, we're doing pretty well. Yeah, for me, it's uh, it wasn't necessarily a, a dreadful podcast. We did really well. It was back when actually I think it was my first one that I did. I did it with Caruso, and we did it on the MPL one and the MPL women's 
Uh, we're thinking about Brendan Shalaki and come on the phone and Luke Grimer, Luke Grimer from the Rider Man Lions uh, come on and it just reminded me that it was more the space in which we did it in. Crusoe came out of my house around 9.30, walked into my room, which is no bigger than this 100 centimetre table that we're working on right now, cramped up in there on these two chairs, talking to people, and I felt so unprofessional. So it's just been amazing to see where we've come from since then. Yeah, absolutely. Well, when we first started, our first podcast the other day was recorded in the studios at Triple H. That's right, yes. Because we weren't 100% sure on how to sort of get the Skype to work and how to record off Skype and stuff. And But now, look, we're three podcasts in and Skype working, you know, apart from well, internet failing, man, well, well, you're joined. Who yeah. thought as well, we, you, you and me, Aqua, we did the WrestleMania one over the Skype. A Skype, yeah. Who would have thought too. we'd be doing a WrestleMania episode? We had um, that... Um, podcast that Shane mentioned with regards to bringing in Jake Cohen to talk about mental health and sport. It was supposed to be a somber, serious um, edition of Splinters. It almost never happened or reached that mood because partway through, um, Georgina came within a whisker of storming the DY Studios. Oh, dear. Uh, here we go. Um, For those who don't know, that is, uh, that is, that is the, the DY Studios, yes. yes. Yeah. Spawn Caruso. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. poorest, poorest, most unfortunate and girl. Of course, <laughs> <laughs> and of course, the, the leave of absence that I had to take, the extended leave of absence I had to take with the arrival of number two. Yes, the indeed. Duke. Well, I'll tell you. A, I'll now tell you a funny story that I haven't um, uh, let go about that episode, but the up close and personal with Alex Bellamy and Sarah Marshkey. It's it, still it's still in front of the courts, Tony. I don't think we can talk about it. It was it, it is not before the courts. It never went before the courts. Uh, there might have been a thought about the courts, but, but the funny the funny but the funny story about about that was that it was done at the last minute. There was another idea. There was a, another interviewee that fell through and something needed to be done on 48 hours notice because at that time there was leaves of absences and people missing everywhere. Matt Mears was overseas um, on his uh, cricketing tour for Effingham and uh, young Mr Caruso was on another leave of absence and had to think on the feet quickly. And so after calling a game at Lionel Watts Reserve with Alex Bellamy and Sarah Marshkey, uh, we retired into Alex Bellamy's car. They. Uh, the story's not getting any better. Well, these. For you. <laughs> I was I very much on my own. I was very much. I'm telling the I think story. He's hovering yeah. over zero, zero, zero. That's for sure. <laughs> Who was really in danger? That's the real question. Despite, despite what, how it was set up with both ladies in the front of the car and myself in the back seat of the car. That I can't even t- touch that. That turned out to be one of the best episodes oh, of Splinters. That turned out to be one of the, seriously, one of the best episodes of Splinters because if it wasn't for such an atmosphere of all three very much 
concentrating on putting together the best episode possible, asking some serious questions, and I don't take kindly to you, Mr Caruso, <laughs> laughing about this. Right. Neither will the two ladies involved. We love when Sarah. They, we when love, they catch we love up, Sarah and Alex. We love both, you. You're being when awesome they on both the team. Catch up this is all you. about Tony. When they both catch up with you, all of you, heaven hath no fury oh, scorn. Tony's trying to tell a really nice story, and we've just sprayed him for three minutes. Be scared. <laughs> be very scared and be very worried, gentlemen. This is when why we've Sarah, never been in the same room when all together Sarah before. Ever. And Alex catch up with the, with all of you. You are all in trouble. Although interestingly, I know that Shane Evans has very much kept to himself. So he's done the smart thing. But also just I mean, But as it turned out, the point the story, being that it's necessity is the mother of invention and the necessity of having to think on the feet and get an episode together at such close quarters on less than five minutes notice literally produced one of the best episodes of Splinters episode 35 Diamonds Good. are made under pressure Correct yeah. And there's Absolutely. no better under pressure than, t- than Absolutely. Tito's So, and that's the other thing too we just mentioned episode 35 If you want to go back and listen to any of the 52 episodes or the 24 pieces of extra material, you can go to podcasts.com at any time. That's podcasts, plural, dot com at any time. Spotify as well. They're all on Spotify as well. They're all on Spotify as well. Tune in. iTunes. uh, iTunes and all the bad places where you get podcasts as well. Now, Shane, I'm sure you have a couple of interesting... I wouldn't call them lowlights, but things that didn't quite work. Well, we almost... Well, we, we'll go check to the day before the Shoot Shield Grand Final. Yourself and I, Tony, we sat down and we'd been speaking with the Ringo head coach, Mark Gerard, at the time, trying to get yes. him on board to come for this interview. Yes. Because he hadn't given an interview to anyone else. Rugby New South Wales and Rugby Australia said, do not talk to anyone that's not official commercial media. But little did they know that, obviously working as the general manager of the Colts program, that Mark was able to... You had unfettered access to Mark Gerard. Mm. And we're sitting there at five past six, having him straight off the bat so he can go and prepare and do the jersey presentation for the boys. Gets to 6.30, I'm starting to stress out. I'm thinking, where are you, Mark? Had to walk out of the studio at five to seven while he was talking about some other sport. Ring said, Mark, where are the... Bloody hell are you? And he said, give me five minutes, I'm just putting the kids to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, he sent me he sent he sent a message to me saying involved with kids sport. Now it's gone to putting kids to sleep. Somewhere in the middle is where the truth lies there. But this is what's been a good dad. So He's what? And he came dad. on and I was on that episode as well. He came on and he was awesome. Absolutely. He gave us twenty five minutes of the night before a show. So let me just finish this schoon and I'll duck out. The <laughs> it, might have been, it might have been that too, but he gave us an outstanding interview that was probably one of our best pieces of extra content on the Splinters podcast. All right. It's almost time to take a break. We've almost reached half time. Coming up after this break, we've got some questions that some of our listeners have handed in, plus also more on what's coming up over the next 12 months of Splinters. You've already dropped a hint already about what may be coming up, Mr Caruso, over the next uh, 12 months, particularly in the lead-up to local council elections, which are due in September of next year. We're going to be covering off, we hope, on that. 
given the powers that be uh, may be changing in the House of H in the not too distant future. Uh, and we'll be covering off on that, but we'll tell you all about that and a bit more when we come back after this break because we now have reached halftime on this first anniversary edition of Splinters. The 2019 Australian Ice Hockey League season has concluded with your All About Caring Sydney Bears winning it all. That doesn't mean it's all over for the year on the hockey front. Log on to bearsshop.com.au for all your Bears merchandise options. And stay tuned to Splinters and the Bench for updates coming out of the Australian Women's Ice Hockey League and the world's top competition, the National Hockey League. Sydney Bears, hear us roar. Sponsors of Triple H. Yes, welcome back to Splinters, first anniversary edition, episode number 52. We're one year old, so it's worth a bit of a celebration. My name is Tony Dosen, the Sultan, and the whole gang is here. J.K. Colina, Don Rizzuto, Shane Evans, Matt Mears, Anthony Caruso, and a partridge and a pear tree as well. Are you, Let's, are you conducting traffic over there, by the way? Um, <laughs> animated for, I may for as a well, podcast. Well, you have to remember, he has, he has worked for Metrolink. I may as well, I may as well, given that... The, I tried to relay the story of the necessity as the mother of all invention with um, the episode with Sarah Marshall oh, and Alex Bellamy. Oh, and, oh, and I had oh, to, and I had to, I had to get some traffic control out there, let me tell you. All right, we've got some questions from some of our dear listeners who have uh, hopped on board the podcast.com. And this is generally to the whole panel. First of all, Michelle from Taramara. She's asking about what are your greatest challenges for the next 12 months of splinters? I'll go first. I think it's keeping, not just keeping it going and continuing with the great success we've had so far in this, this next year, but learning where to take it next. I think we've learned a lot from this first year. Yep. There's definitely, we're not obviously going to get into it and analyse all of the, the bads and the goods as we've just mentioned before. But there's a lot we've taken from it. We know it works. We know it doesn't work. And I think it's about harnessing that in particular. I think uh, the, uh, it's in some weird ways, in the, you know, they used to say less is more. But in our case, I think more is more. And I think the more that we do and the more that we offer, the better it will become. I also think creating original content going forward, you know, not rehashing the same subjects we've done previously. Obviously, big, um, big moments, grand finals, origins, Cricket, test matches, WrestleMania, big things that happen yearly. Yes, you see the repeats of that, but repeating the same subjects we've done before, you know, that's going to be hard to create new content going for the year. But I I think, you know, we've got enough brain power, if you want to call it that, (laughs) um, to keep doing that. I just, but I do think that's something we have to think. 2020 is an Olympic Games year, though, Mm. and uh, that brings its own fresh content in its own right. Something very special about an Olympic Games year when it comes around. Well, it did come out that ABC did not have the, they have the, did not take up the non-commercial rights of, uh, for the Olympic Games. Does that mean it's open for Triple H? Are we all off to the Olympics? Oh, please. Come on, let's go. We've got to go somewhere. Have you, have you got 
a spare couple of million dollars in the in the in the in the bank, have you? Hey, we got all the OB gear here. We'll be fine. Oh, couch money around here. No, you remember this morning with the ABC? I'm broadcasting it anyway. I'm sure we'll go. That's what I mean. They're not broadcasting it. Triple H. Come on, let's put it a bit. You're asking the wrong person. Speak to the Godfather. He's no, no, no. I can tell you now that the look on his face has just answered that question because, like me, we know what resources are at our disposal and we can barely get to the airport, let alone get a plane to Tokyo, but we can certainly cover off on Olympics-related issues over the next 12 months. There are other issues that we can discuss as far as content is concerned over the next 12 months as well. You can talk about the Australian Rugby Union because that will be the gift that keeps on giving, I'm afraid, over the next 12 months. Off-season Rugby League, I mean, we've already oh. it's been, what, four weeks? We've already had three blokes in jail. And that's, like, and, and that's, that's all gift, we know about. And that's the gift that keeps on giving as well. Actually, but, I need to ask about the rugby. Have they? Uh, it seems like they've uh, promoted the marketing pigeons been working at the Abraham the marketing pigeons well look the Israel Folau court case is still the white elephant in the corner when it comes to rugby union the next Wallabies coach whoever that may be are they waiting for the New Zealand job to be decided and take the rejects uh, or, the, or the, the scraps from there what's going to happen with the, the four super rugby sides who's going to play for the four super rugby sides given that half of the elite of the Australian rugby uh, talent is gone either into retirement or offshore. Anyone else on challenges for the next 12 months? What are we going to do with regards to Keith Topolsky not, not being here? We already, I feel in a way... I, I think it's a good thing. No. Why are we missing? You not having... Hang on, let, let's, let's call a spade a spade here. You, you not having Bert. Keith Topolsky here is like Bill Laurie not having Tony Gregg around. Correct. Or Burton. Mm. Or Bert Newton missing Don Lane, vice versa. Yeah. Exactly, for those you, who are older than you. You need him. Admit it. You, exactly. You Jake. need him. You need him. All right. You I'll, need him. I'll, I'll admit it. I need him back. I need him back. We never speak of that again, all right? We never speak of that again. Whilst Keith is not with us in spa, in this particular room, space. or physically, physically, space. physically, physically not definitely not physically not with us, that's for sure. But the thing is, is I think what's been so great He's about this podcast is that we can do it wherever we like it, any part of the day. Skype has been the best thing for us over the, the last The other thing, months. though, is that Keith has still been very strong in the production of these yeah. episodes. I think There's another... not much happening in Port Lincoln. He's got to do something. Might as well be edits splinters for us. And then... Okay, and another challenge for the, uh, for the next 12 months is to... Maintain the rage with women's sport. I think maintain the rage with. I, I think I think you'll see that there'll be more approaching. There'll be I more. Think been, but I think the, it'll be the, easier next year because the groundwork we've laid and you, they've seen what we've done. They'll be coming out of the woodwork, wanting us there. Where it's been a problem where we've, we've had to do the we've oh, had to do the groundwork. Sure. We've done and, a lot of hard work over the last twelve months. Absolutely, and 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 hopefully, I will say this: that hopefully the powers that be, whoever they may be. Uh, will allow us to continue to flourish as they have done over the last 12 months. Now, look, next question. Ray from Waitara asks this. Who Ray is the... Hadley, Ray Warren, Ray... No, it's, it's just Ray. It's all just I've got. All it's right. all I've got. He's just asked the question. <laughs> this is a legitimate Ray. It's a legitimate Ray and a legitimate question. He says... Gentlemen, who has been your best guest and worst guest on Splinters in the first 12 Ooh. months? Oof. Oh, jeez. Worst guest, Anthony Caruso, my house. <laughs> <laughs> 
Worst case for me, Dom Rizzetto would in is his own house. That was, I've got to say, that was an absolute sauna in your room in the middle of winter as well. And you want to go on at me about being in a car. You're sharing a sauna bar. This is getting out of the stuff You don't know that. Both of us were radiating steam, Tony. Get back to the question. Who Sorry, Ray. Being disrespectful to Ray here, who's been a, a solid listener. Um, who's Look, been my who's been my the best, best guest and worst Ooh. guest? I'll tell you now. Best guest, uh, without question, uh, was Heidi Cheadle and Jessica Henry for that extra extra piece of content. Um, and I really don't have a I really don't have a worse guest because they've all been good. There's been no one that's got like a huge attitude really, you know, off mm. off you think we're, there. We're, the, the level we're at where community radio, we're grassroots, everyone that comes through is happy to be here. They're excited to be here because we're giving them coverage that they don't normally get. And to a lot of those guys as well, um, who have not just who've got come on Splinters for the first time. We've been on the bench before in particular. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brendan Shalaki and Faraz doing yeah. the football has been a, has been a great friend of the show for a long time. Yep. Uh, constantly sparing uh, his uh, spare minutes to to chat with us around the the NPL season. So the so the those guys who have been around the tracks before even Splinters came to light. A big thank you to them as well in particular for this last year. I've, I've got two for mine straight away. There's actually sure. a pair a pair of them because um, they came over when they were originally playing together. They're no longer playing together. They're still the best. They are still incredibly good mates. Matt Mears will know who I'm talking about here because it is um, AJ Crossweight and C Merchant who always, oh. whenever you need them, have always been very generous with their time with supporting the... Um, yeah, you're right. Napa is one of the best blokes in cricket. Um... Cam Merchant of Napa, mm. Napa, best blokes in cricket. He's done a lot of um, coaching down at Wake Coast, um, Redbacks as well these days as well, helping a lot of the young kids. So, but he's one of the one of the best blokes in cricket. So, yeah. Yeah. well, so we are lucky with the with the, the talent that we've had on, and he said Jay Lenton's and one to put it on as well. These are guys that have BBL contracts. Mm. They're talking to the quote unquote big guys, the big media, but they're coming on a, on our show as well, and I, and that's just what I love because their access, their attitude, and and the questions they get they're probably we we're probably a bit left field we're not traditional we're not we don't just give the stock standard question and want the stock standard answer we go down those little pathways that maybe you're not a lot of media outlets do but everyone's been great everyone's more than happy we've not had any blow-ups maybe the biggest blow-up will probably be in this studio by the time we finish this recording <laughs> i said i don't think we'll all be allowed in the same room ever again but as i said I, I can't have a bad word about anybody that we've had on well you've got to remember also cam merchant actually helped us out massively when we had the king t20 day down at Coogee a couple of weeks ago when we had Mornay Morkel also playing for Manly and we were struggling to get numbers and we actually were helping the two scorers get numbers Campbell passed us and said what can I do to help we're just trying to find out two numbers the names come back 30 seconds later and he's given us the two numbers we needed because Mornay Morkel didn't have a number and I think it was, I think it was Joel. Yeah, they did. It was Joel. It was a bit of coin. Joel, Joel or Ryan Fowler had a number Foster. as well. Mm. Yeah, they didn't have numbers and no one knew them. Mm. So he said, mate, give me 20 seconds, I'll come back. Literally, three balls later, here's your two numbers. Gave them to the scorers, mate, they were happy. So same thing, I can't, can't say anything bad about any of the boys we've had from the Manly Grade Club or any of the cricket clubs or any sporting club that's come on board, Splinters or the bench. Next question comes from Sue of Brooklyn. She asks, 
Fellas, who has been the most receptive club, group, or individual to the Splinters program? Ooh, that, We've got that's so hard. many yeah. that back this up. You we know, narrow it down. Well, we can narrow it down to one: Make club, group, individual. Club. Being right, yeah, well, club. does Alex Bellamy still count as the Hornsby Lions? I don't think she even counts as a Hornsby Lions. She's she's one of us now, but yeah. she, that's hard to remember. She came on at the start of 2019 just as a member of the Hornsby Lions in the studio. Yeah, now absolutely. she's a full-time member of the crew. Gordon but, Cricket, um, they always supply someone for an interview or a chat or anything well, like NDs that. NDs as well. Yeah. NDs have yeah. been awesome for giving us someone I've got to say week. this about Northern Districts. I, I mark them now as the most receptive club to me personally. Um just it's give been, us a follow or a, give, us, give us a retweet or a it, share. It's, it's it would be been, nice. Oh, please. It's been hard work to get them on board, but um, they now provide a regular first grader or grade player to the bench every Friday night that appears, that appears on extra content within days on Splinters. Two days ago, we called two ND matches in the same day. And I still think you had the better game, Tony, with the and we had with live that, with game. massive super over. I was able to actually oh, listen. Don't, don't listen underestimate to it. how close that um, women's final no, was. was. That was a good game of cricket. Best, yeah. uh, best, uh, best uh, night it was. Who, who uh, was the player of the match with her sixty-five? Best Heath. Oh, sorry, Best Heath. Best Heath. That's yeah. right. Best Heath. The, the English woman. Best Heath, the English woman, oh. was the difference in that grand when, final. When, when Anthony went down to interview on the sideline, uh, said the, the the voice did trigger with me, obviously, with my trips to England, but just the power hitting. Hitting them into the grandstands at North Sydney Oval, it was it was something to behold. Absolutely, but um, speaking of which, we're going to come to that uh, uh, super over in a moment, Jake. But I, I, speaking of North Sydney Oval, North Sydney bears both the hockey and the cricket. But North Sydney, as like a community, that North Sydney Oval, that kind of the, all the groups that share that yep. ground, mm-hmm. they've been so generous in giving their time, sponsoring um, the bench, North Sydney Bears, the the hockey, the ice hockey team, Sydney Bears, they are, aren't they? Yeah. Um, sponsoring. Yeah the bench um, this season letting us call a game there um, I was there as a punter and unfortunately not getting the call up of the other behind the mic but yeah, I think we um, were, that would have broken a few radio rules that we let you on air at that point oh yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> but um, the, I think that that association and, and those kind of those teams to do with North Sydney Oval and that kind of era even during winter with Rugby League we're there, we caught a few games there this year um, for Rugby League as well so I want to thank them for their contribution well, what, as well I think what, what the thing is is how many different sports we're talking Rugby League we're talking Rugby Union we're talking ice hockey we're talking cricket how many call teams from anywhere get to cover this many different sports Mm. and want have the want Mm. from all the clubs across all the different sports you find with a lot of media places if you're calling cricket you're calling cricket if you're calling league you're calling league here we'll jump in we'll do anything we'll call it croquet if they ask us to absolutely and we are are looking at expanding on that anyone else geez most receptive club individual group I'm going to throw one up that's just come up very recently over the last week or so and it is the university's women's cricket club yes have they had the, the support they've given us now has just they're probably the most receptive exploded. they're probably the most receptive um well, north amongst sydney the most receptive club, yep when we were there two weeks ago at north sydney for the for the kingsgrove game um rob lavery their president social media sarah i believe yeah. her name is they've been awesome and they've still follow us up on social media afterwards so most receptive person has got to be nathan smith as well he comes on every yep. week to talk cricket during the world cup during to talk 
first grade grade uh, premier cricket, he's probably one and of the most. Especially seeing that he's out injured yeah. and will be out injured for an extended period. And, and even if he can't make it on Friday, he'll get one of his teammates to come on as well. So, yeah. uh, and that's the thing about MDs; they have been now a regular feature. All right, Max from Pimble asks us this. Fellas, what has been your most wacky or offbeat moment on Splinters? I think I've already covered off on mine. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about the funniest moment on, on the bench, but it wouldn't be... In, um, wouldn't be. It's appropriate, but it's not relevant to what we're going to be discussing here. Well, the most wacky and offbeat moment on, on well, Splinters. I think there's one there's one episode that, we're not, that we haven't really covered, and it's the T20 final from the SCG. We did the recap yep. from when we called the 12 hours out at the SCG. The last, um, and the la- and it's and the, the last, last one. It's yeah. the last one as well. well. We had the we had the interviews. Keith somehow got an interview with Steve War on the day. I, I, that was incredible. That was that. I'll give you. I'll give you kudos where kudos is due. There, Keith. He's been waiting for the whole. He's uh, been waiting for the whole. He's been waiting for 12 months for that. You know what was absolutely incredible? How your voice didn't break when you called the Austin War catch. It's great. Go go to under the bench Facebook page. You can go see that with the vision as well. But. That that's one we haven't that's one we haven't really covered. That was a that was one of our big first episodes, giving highlights on all the um, that, all three different games. Was that not our first ever bonus content? Was it? No, it was an actual episode of Splinters. Oh, okay. Um, we recorded it on the day and then played it on the Tuesday on on Triple H. But we Keith went and got interviews. We got interviewed as um, the the callers to recap the games. But to have me on there recording at eleven o'clock at night after I'd been on air for twelve hours, I don't think. I want to go back and listen to that. I was in Cuckoo Land recording <laughs> recording oh, my yeah. part of that Splinters oh, episode. Oh yeah, absolutely. That was probably one of my one of my highlights as well. But for me, look, I've already covered off what was the most wacky and and, and offbeat and uh, and bizarre episode. Although I will say this: when we had the death of the A grade. Uh, feature over those three to four weeks um, making it to Andy Patterson's place up a couple of flights of stairs with a uh, virtually crippled back was a real effort it took uh, in fact I can tell you now it took longer to get up and down those stairs of his house than it did to record the episode. That's how bad it was. That was the most offbeat and most outrageous episode that I put together or we put together just remember we called the demise of the A grade comp years ago, three weeks, but well, three weeks before it even became. We broke it. We broke, we broke it on the, the news. Yeah. And oh, no. you remember, you remember that they start the Manly North Association started backtracking, saying, "No, no, no, it's not going to. We're not going to cancel it." Three weeks later, they it happened much. because we had uh, access and we got and we got that information there. But we were also talking about that on our former in our former lives on the Friday night show that the A grade comp was starting to slowly deteriorate. You're losing the Barara Wallabies. Well, they were going in and out like a... Yeah, you're losing all the North Sydney-based teams out of the combined Manly North comp. We probably caught it three or four years ago that it was eventually... But in the year it happened, it broke before any other media got their hands on it, including the Manly Daily. All or right. New, or New South Wales. Who? Like, they didn't even know about it. Hang on, no, wait a minute. So I just want to say, who? Uh, yes. Well, look. Um, yeah, it was Northern Beaches Sports Tribune, I think, is the local sport, isn't it? Around well, it may, be, it may be now, but look, that's, that's also, one of, also a that's one of the lowlights for me. What's happened with the Manly Daily and with the Hornsby Advocate, given mm. the rush to rationalisation by News Limited, 
of uh, destroying great local newspapers, but that's almost another Wikipedia episode and another yeah. Splinter's episode for another day. But also just a shout out to our friend Andrew Prentice, who has been with both forms of the bench for many a year, was able to help us out with his stories for the Saturday morning newspaper. We know you've gone to better and, better and higher places, Andrew, but... We know you still listen to us, so thanks for the support. It's been eight years of unfettered... Well, that's at the other place. It's only been 18 months at no, Triple H. He has, and he still listens to oh, us. That's what it's it's only, but it's only, yeah. We're only counting what's happened here. It's, 18, it's 18 months at Triple H and the other place was yeah. the other six and a half years. Mm-hmm. All right. In the minutes we've got left, let's talk about what's coming up and what we have planned for the next 12 months. You've already touched on it, uh, Anthony Caruso. Local council elections across all councils are taking place in September of next year. We can reveal now one of our aims on splinters is to speak to as many candidates as possible heading into those elections in September of 2020 across all councils, but particularly the Hornsby and Karingai Shire councils, to work out what their attitude is to sport. Frankly, with some it's great, with others it's diabolical. But the only way we can find that out before you, the electorate, cast your vote in September of 2020 is to discuss the issues openly and frankly. That's going to be a major project, I can tell you right now, Mr Caruso, for <laughs> Splinters in 2020. Well, it's going, to, it's going to be absolutely crucial because the amount of money that's supposed to be available for sporting infrastructure uh, and the clubs need it. Not only that, but the amount of money that's being spent on ground upkeep is sending some high-level clubs to the wall. I can yep. name one or two clubs involved within Shire's Cricket, as an example, who have their backs to the wall because of exorbitant fees, for example, when it comes to ground upkeep. Yes, alone. absolutely. Alex Bellamy's come on as well and said about their training facilities for the Hornsby Lions and, and how they don't have access to anywhere in the preseason when it is the most important time for them to be training. So... They said there's there's a there's a lot of people in the local area that, that sport and there's, there's a lot of people out there that don't see sport as an issue but we know better here sport affects more people than they would like to admit some of these councillors so we want to get the answers here on splinters indeed and that's where we'll be looking we may be successful with some councillors we may not be with others but we're going to be asking those questions importantly in that July, August, September period when they're going to be desperate for votes heading into the local council elections of 2020. Being an Olympic Games year next year, yes, we can't sort of... We don't have the budget to go to take out. Even the ABC have decided to uh, step back from uh-huh. the Olympic Games per se. Um, unless you've got a spare um, a couple of billion dollars or a couple of million dollars tucked away somewhere. I'll, I'll go buy my lotto ticket tomorrow. But, oh, please. Uh, but uh, we will certainly be discussing issues in and around the Olympic Games. We'll probably have a, an Olympics preview at some stage, a yeah. general preview. Uh, The first interesting note to make on that is that the AOC have not set a medals tally target this time around. It's something they probably should have done for the last three Olympic Games rather than place undue pressure on our athletes. So we'll be discussing that. Also going forward, we will continue our weekly podcasts as we have done for the last 12 months, all the way through the Christmas and New Year seasons again this year. 
special features this year. Not only will we have our best and worst of the year, but on New Year's Eve, we're going to have our best and worst. I'm putting together something now. Best and worst of the decade. Remember, this is the end of the 2010s. A decade which, quite frankly, has seen Australia internationally come back to the field when it comes to international sports results. We don't have... International men's. In international men's sport. Well, in international I mean, women's mm. sport. Yes, they have made great strides, but at the end of the day... The world number one in tennis. Yes, the Batildas are there. They lost in 20 games of cricket. Yeah. Absolutely. It's been an interesting decade. So we're going to cover off on all of that, the best and worst of the decade. But in men's sport, certainly has come right back to the field. Before you know Re- it, re- Reasons why? You can only look at government funding, because at the end of the day... It's dollars that count because dollars produce training facilities which produce coaches, which produce coaching, which produces results. At the end of the day, you've got to remember, everybody, it won't be long until we'll be talking about uh, NRL seasons, rugby union seasons. We've also got a Euro 2020. Two World Cups next year in the cricket. To the men's and women's 2020. Yeah, two yes. 20 World Cups. They'll be coming around March, very fast. Absolutely. And the Euro 2020s will be an intriguing finals tournament deciding to split amongst 12 different cities across eight or nine countries in Europe for the first time. I'm not sure whether that's going to work. I'm going to keep my work. mouth shut and save my opinion for that when we discuss it. Yes, absolutely. That, you 25 minutes straight just spraying mm. them for that. Well, <laughs> you could do that, but that's also coming up over the next 12 months. But Also, rugby league's going to be interesting because I know where we've got now with Alex and Sarah and where we want to get to. Oh, yes. Now... That is we'll, something we get that. We will be revealing more about that, but mm. uh, with the likes of perhaps Zoe Benjamin and, and some of Heidi the others. Cheadle. Heidi Cheadle. Made her commentary to boo on the weekend. Absolutely. Look, we, we are looking at, certainly by this time next year, we're going to put it out there, um, a women's sports program. It was a charter that the current outgoing board of Triple H has charged upon us to put together We've taken up the cudgels. It's not something you do overnight because you just don't put tokens in. You put in presenters of sufficient quality to make it worthwhile. And we've been lucky enough to find two in Alex Bellamy and uh, Sarah Marshke that are of sufficient quality that can form the basis of a women's sports program here on Triple H. There are going to be more female voices you will hear over the next 12 months. So watch this space. They will be heavy contributors to the bench and very heavy Mm. contributors to splinters as well over the next 12 months. But that announcement about uh, local council election is going to be very key to our thrust for a lot of next Mm. year, Anthony Caruso, because... It's about being as much as we cover the things that no one else covers, we still are a local community radio station. And it doesn't get any more local than local council elections. And, and you've got to remember as well, the council that we cover covers, you could technically count three councils. You not only have Hornsby and Coringai, yep. you do have a certain section of Hills Shire Council Correct. as part of the as well. Correct. And that is one where it can be very hotly contested. Oh, you better believe it. And it's going to be more about just providing services in schools and roads and garbage cleaning and everything else, as you mentioned, Matt Mears. It's all about other issues that can be just as vote winning. Mm. All right. Well, I said there's one thing before we do go. 
is partnerships as well. For going forward, we hopefully everyone's seen Cricket Sydney. You'll see some of our bonus content, our pop up on Cricket episodes, Sydney, absolutely. Our cricket episodes. Paul Ryan, a lovely fellow, and mm. we'll be keeping in touch and developing that partnership over the next 12 months across the Sporting Tales stable of podcasts and web pages, of which Cricket Sydney is only one. Yeah, and it's just been, it's a great thing. It's an, and it's an extra outlet for people to hear our content. I can only wait to see that grow into other areas as well. Absolutely. All right. I know we're about to go, but can we make one shout out, obviously, to Sarah Marsky? We know that she's going for the Miss World title later in the year. I hope she doesn't from, win. From I don't all, say that personally. That way we can keep her with yeah, us. Yeah, but from all of us here on Spinners and the Bench, Best of luck over in London. December 14. We hope you we hope you do win it. Okay, we're a little bit selfish and we don't want you to win it. So you still you Top five with finish us. should be nice. But <laughs> if you do win it, mate, you know you've got all our support from here at the Bench and Splinters. So best of luck and hopefully we'll hear some good news in about December 14. December 14 is when it will be judged. All right. It's full time. As the dog said when he caught his tail, this is the end. We could go on for another two, three, four, five hours on this, but this Chroma studio hasn't seen such frivolity for a heck of a long time, and it will take another 12 months for it to recover before we get to the second anniversary, possibly for episode 104, this time next year. Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. Don Rizzuto, thank you. The pleasure as always, John. Jake Aquilina, thank you. Always a pleasure, around here. Shane Evans. Mate, always a pleasure. And to Anthony Caruso. Thank you very much, and a good evening. And Matt Mears, the founding father, (laughs) that is with us tonight of Splinters. The baby has turned one. May there be many more to come. Oh, mate, I can't wait for the second anniversary, then the terrible twos. I said, we got a, we got a next year to top it, then we got to top it again. But I can't wait for the challenge. It's going to be a wild ro- roller coaster, but we're not going anywhere. You better believe it. Um, thank you to Keith Topolsky as well, the missing founding father. A lot of his effort has gone into these last 52 episodes as well. We'll be back again, same time next week on Triple H 100.1 FM and at podcasts.com for the start of the second year, episode number 53 of Splinters. Until then, it's goodbye. Goodbye.